Are there some U.S. lawmakers working to keep information regarding UAPs out of the public eye? I'm Floyd Whiting. In the Jackalopes Explore, we'll look to see if the government is still working to keep this information from you. This episode of Jackalopes Explore is brought to you by Sheridan Stationery Books and Gifts, located at 535 North Main Street in Sheridan. Stop by today to peruse books, stationery, gifts, sports cards, and more. Or visit us at SheridanStationeryBooks.com. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm Aaron Linden. And I'm Emmy Whiting. And I don't have anything funny to say. (laughs) Not this week. Not not this week, I guess. Save it for the skiff. Yeah. We are your Jackalopes. Uh, Sisson is uh, away this week doing some work for a fellow studio up on the mountain lawmakers are pushing for transparency on unidentified aerial phenomenon they're not called ufos anymore they're known as uaps but they report that they're facing an orchestrated effort to deny them access to information regarding uaps that's right our own government is being denied access to information regarding UAPs. Representative from Tennessee, Tim Burchett, is one of the loudest voices on the topic. He said congressional efforts to provide more transparency on UAPs have been stifled by the defense and the intelligence communities. Now, Burchett said that there that at least since 1947, there's been a long history of people trying to cover this kind of stuff up. Of course, we know that he's referencing Roswell, where a, an object and uh, a giant weather balloon. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> a mylar weather balloon. A, a mylar weather balloon landed on a rancher's uh, land. He contacted the local base, and they came out and uh, seized everything having to do with this weather balloon. And, and nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. But uh, there are those of us that believe that the U.S. government covered up evidence of alien spacecraft. Do I believe that? You know, that's something that I really have to explore. Because on one end, I want to believe it very badly. I believe that there was something, not a weather balloon, that crashed out there. Chinese spy balloon? Quite possibly. (laughs) Uh, At the time, it would have had to have been made out of rice paper, because I think that's all they had. Right. Uh, They had that, and I think one paddle boat. Right. Exactly. (laughs) The Chinese government had nothing back then. Uh, Nowadays, they've got quite a bit. I would believe that nowadays. But back then, I don't think there was any government outside of Russia. 1947. Okay. Uh, and geez, I would have to look up even just to see when the Chinese Communist Revolution took place, because mm-hmm. I don't remember the date on that. But they I'm looking it up. Yeah, go ahead and look that up. The Chinese government didn't have anything back then. Right. Uh, I think they didn't really develop anything until after 2002 or 2003, when Hong Kong was released back to the control of the Chinese government. August 1st, 1927 to October 1st, 1949. There you go. Ooh, so it was two years prior. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they wouldn't have had very much. 
But here back in the States, uh, three military veterans, Brian Graves, a former Navy pilot who now runs Americans for Safe Aerospace, David Fravor, a retired U.S. Navy commander, and David Grush, a former U.S. Air Force intelligence officer, all testified in July at a House hearing on UAPs, warning that the sightings are a national security issue. If you haven't seen these testimonies, I would point you towards uh, YouTube. Look these things up. Some of the things that these guys shared was pretty dramatic. Uh, the fact that U.S. pilots see these things almost daily in certain locations. The fact that some of these objects are stationary in the air. They never move. They're always there, and the pilots are told to ignore them. Things like that. Now, both Graves and Fravor testified about their own sightings um, regarding UAPs during their service in the military. Grush alleged that the government has covered up its research into UFOs and said that he reported this information to the intelligence community inspector general. A House Oversight Subcommittee convened July's hearing on UFOs as the lawmakers who pushed for the hearing we're then calling for the government to be more forthcoming about unidentified flying objects. I want to specify that no government officials testified at July's hearing. And in April, Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of the Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, which Congress created to focus on UAPs, actually told a Senate subcommittee that the U.S. government was tracking six hundred and fifty potential cases of UAPs. Uh, he played video from two of the instances. Uh, Kirk Patrick actually emphasized that there was no evidence of extraterrestrial life and that his office had found no credible evidence of subjects that defy known laws of physics. So what's happened since then? This is uh, we did a show on this. And so you think, you know, the speed of government uh, is about the pace of one sloth dragging three. <laughs> um, so, you know, not a lot of stuff goes on in that time period, right? So since then, the Senate and the House have both been working to reach an agreement on a measure that would mandate government disclosure of UAP records and make any recovered technology or extraterrestrial remains the property of the U.S. government. So that little piece of information tells me that the government may not be in control mm -hmm. of whatever it is that we found, which is odd. Right. But exactly. Is it? Uh, you and I, Aaron, have had this. We've talked about this uh, many, many times. I think my theory my theory is if we recovered something in Roswell, we take it to the base. It's stuff we have never seen. It's stuff that just we can't even dream up. How the hell am I going to tear it apart? Bob Lazar, who uh, allegedly. Who we talk about frequently. Frequently. We'll have to do a show just on Bob at oh, some point. Yeah, he's amazing. You know what? Bob. I would love that because then I'd actually. Get the full story? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't think Bob has told the full story. Yeah, I don't think, I don't I know, think but any. 
anybody but Bob knows the full story of I Bob. St- I struggle to listen to him sometimes. I don't know. When you're I find him to fascinating. Him. I find him credible. And there's been things that have come forward. Uh, and, and, and people who have tried to come forward with him mm-hmm. that were warned, supposedly, allegedly, uh, to not agree with Bob right. on camera. Um, but it, what really gets me is the element. I can't remember the number of the element. Uh, it was like one, was it 153? The one they found now? The one that yeah, they the actually they discovered. actually finally discovered. Bob Lazar <clears throat> said that uh, he, he was actually hired on uh, at that lab because they couldn't 115 figure, 115, 115 element 115 they yes. couldn't figure out the propulsion mm-hmm. of the ufos uh they knew the engine but they didn't understand how the engine worked bob lazar likens it to imagine teleporting a nuclear reactor back in time scientists in the 1750s suddenly get a nuclear nuclear reactor well, they want to tear it apart. They want to see how this thing works. How is this thing with seemingly no moving parts generating? So how is this happening? So they would tear it apart, and it would kill every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't know how, because back then we didn't understand how radiation worked. So they wouldn't understand that these particles of radiation have infested them basically pass through them destroying dna at the at the dna level i mean yeah, at the cellular the level the stuff tears you apart so he went out there to help kind of deconstruct this uh engine that is making the entire thing worked work and he said that there was an element that was extremely heavy uh element 115 is that what they're calling it does yeah, that's have, okay. that's its its place on the periodic table. Yeah, but does it have like a name? I don't like think the other so. elements I don't think it, I, Actually, I think it does, and I think it was named by the Russians, who because the story goes, Bob got out there, mm-hmm. saw this element, realized that th- somewhere this was a naturally <laughs> occurring thing. It's it's got to be Russian. It yeah. is Russian. <laughs> Moscovium. Yeah, yeah. It is Russian because Bob. Cool then, name, though. I like that. Yeah. Through a series of events, Bob made the decision to leave and then uh, kind of messed up and took his buddies out there to watch a couple test flights in the mm-hmm. middle of the night. Long story short, Bob gets in trouble. And he's telling people who we shouldn't tell certain things. And so he starts fearing for his life. So then... Little gossip girl Little over gossip there. girl, that's right. So then Bob... <laughs> says the only thing that he knew to do was to then go public with all of it or as much as he could that way he became a public uh a figure eventually as a means of protection mm-hmm. so uh, like they couldn't couldn't get him yeah right too many people would know yeah so whether this you'd say that this worked or not bob said it really didn't work because they raided his house i don't know how many mm-hmm. times since then yeah um it, it, you know, for someone 
who told a bunch of lies, the government is awfully interested in what Bob does on <laughs> mm-hmm. a daily goddamn basis, right? Which it should always pique your interest, and right? That, like, that does. Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, no, it's all BS. Don't worry about it. That yeah, guy's they, crazy. They show up and ransack your joint, you know, like right. continually. And, and they removed any trace of him at uh, public institutions mm-hmm. where he worked. Phone books. The place where he was educated. <laughs> yeah. You can find no evidence that this guy even went to school and there are people who come forward who were like well if bob didn't go to school there he played the long game because i dropped him off every morning for like three years right Right. so you know and there's he's actually listed in uh one of the phone books los alamos labs where supposedly he never worked yeah well there's a great reporter who reports on this stuff um, he got a hold of one of their old phone books, and sure enough, there's Bob Lazar wow. and an office. So there is still technically evidence that he did work there. Mm-hmm. Everything else they tried to erase. Uh, long story short, it's the element that fascinated him because he said this element naturally defies gravity. When it's supplied a power source, you can't get near it. Mm-hmm. It pro- it propels you. And he said the only thing that he knows to really liken it to. It's like magnets? Magnets. Yeah. North meeting wow. north, right? That push. He said it's the exact same thing. You can push with all the force that you want. But you'll never touch. But it repels touch. you. You will never touch it. He said it was it was great. And, and he was not allowed to really go through the entire UFO, but he was allowed to peek his head in. And he got, because again, they compartmentalize Mm -hmm. everything, everything Everything. that way, you know, Aaron, you work on propulsion, Emmy, you work on navigation and I will work on the engine itself, the reactor. So all three of us are working to try and figure out how this thing goes forward. We are never allowed to sit and talk to each other. Yes. And that's. To keep information private. Exactly. So nobody has the full story. <clears throat> no one's got the full story. Yeah. To the point that they'd even bring teams in and out of Area 51, essentially, mm-hmm. Groom Lake, on Janet. That was the name of the planes, or the plane system, apparently. And all the teams were different. Mm-hmm. Staggered throughout the day. Yeah. That, that's a show, too. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Yeah. Bob but said, nothing's going on out there, so don't worry about it. And as a contract worker... Uh, Sorry, do you guys remember in 2020 when there was that whole movement where everyone's like, we're going to go raid Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the government was like, oh, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. I can can remember that morning. I can't remember the date, but I can remember thinking to myself, I wonder how many people are going to get shot today. Yes. Yeah, right. Because that is one thing you don't do. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if it's Area 51 or not. And it doesn't matter if they're hiding anything or not. That is just not something. These are men and women serving their country watching those gates. Yeah. And your job is to keep people away from that gate. Mm -hmm. I took an oath. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I always loved, though, the fact that they were like, oh, we got a quarter million of us. They can't get us all. I'm like, they can. Quite yeah. easily. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Quite easily. Yeah. A, a lot faster than you want to s- think that they can. Right. It reminded me of this. Sorry, this is totally, totally off topic, but it reminded me of this whole like Facebook page where it was between Wisconsin and Minnesota. And it was like, I, I can't remember who started it, but 
I remember there was this Wisconsin po- post, well, group, I should say, that the group was go to Min- Minnesota and steal their 10,000 lakes. And then <laughs> Minnesotans made a page that was like, go to Wisconsin and steal all their cheese. <laughs> and, and it just went back and forth, and it was around the same time period. So it was just hilarious. <laughs> for, for people who don't know, people from Minnesota don't like people from Wisconsin, and people from Wisconsin don't like people from Minnesota. It's true. It's kind of like any state border yeah, war, kind of. Colorado just, and Wyoming, yeah, we're yeah. always at each other. Colorado yeah. is our southern border. It, yeah. <laughs> Welsh County. It's a piece of Wyoming that isn't Wyoming yet. Right. <laughs> uh, it'll get there. One vote. One vote. Uh, so, anyway, Bob Lazar uh, was really the only person kind of toting this stuff that had any credibility uh the only individual who could say i have laid my eyes on all of it that and even then they they spent decades discrediting him and so he slips into this ufo myth Mm -hmm. okay just another wacko talking about ufos and then all of a sudden, yeah, July comes along of 2023. You got three individuals <laughs> with uh, outstanding credibility, outstanding training. Uh, these are individuals who have been trained to know the difference between a plastic bag floating in the air and an object in flight. They come forward and say, well, two of them say, yes, these mm-hmm. objects are real. They move, they defy physics as we know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look up uh, Graves and Fravor's story. You can find both of them. They give extended interviews to uh, Joe Rogan. That is really good. Uh, and both of them have a fantastic story to tell. They testify before a House subcommittee. House subcommittee wants more information. So, Graves followed... What? No, 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 excuse me. Yes, okay, it was Graves, right? The guy who came forward with... Every, no, that's Grush, Grush. Yeah, David Grush. Grush, Grush comes forward <clears throat> with all this information because he was tasked with going out and seeing, is there anything really to this? Mm-hmm. So he kind of got the keys to the kingdom. Go start asking questions. Poke your head in where no one's allowed to poke their head in. You have authority to do so. So he did. He himself has never witnessed anything. He himself has never touched anything. But he has spoken to multiple individuals who have. And most of those individuals have said, yeah, we have them. Them, not it. Them. And we have de-engineered the hell out of these things. And we have all benefited from the technology within. So again, back to my theory. I think something fell out of the sky. I think we also found others as soon as we realized that this was a real thing. Now what do we do? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I'm not addressing the fact that we may have found a few that were alive and gave an interview. Or spoke to us before they died. I'm not addressing that right now. I'm just addressing what if something fell out of that sky. 
what would I have done if I was the government? First off, everyone shuts their mouth. No one says a damn word. Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of a cold war with Russia. If they know that I've got this thing, then they know to look out for it themselves. And if they're falling out of the sky here, uh, for whatever reason, they could be falling out of the sky near Siberia or whatever. And if they're falling in the forest, I just want them there. I don't want Russia actually looking for them. And I don't want Russia knowing that I've got this and I'm getting ready to tear it apart. But my engineers don't know what they're doing. It's not safe. So we do things like hire outside. Clever people like Bob Lazar, Lockheed Martin, uh, Boeing, individuals who understand. Skunk works. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Individuals who understand propulsion. They understand physics. They understand aeronautics. Let's get them in here and let's get this tour apart. I want to know how to use this. First off, I don't even know what the goddamn capabilities of this thing are because it's busted. What would it look like if it wasn't? Mm -hmm. What could it do if it wasn't? Problems. Compartmentalization. Uh, I do that to make sure, number one, no secrets are being shared uh, amongst individuals. Number two, if somebody talks... Well, this rumor is about the engine. Well, that's Aaron's department. Right, exactly. So, you know who to go yeah, to. Bring Aaron, Aaron in. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. have a talk Aaron. with him. Usually it's my department. <laughs> or if if it's propulsion or if it's if it's like the the engine itself, they know it's my department. They're taking me in to talk about it. This information leaked, man. What who, piece do I get? Uh, I, which one did I give you? I don't know. Okay, no. navigation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, navigation. navigation. I'd be so, so good at that. I can't even read a map. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? Like, that's that's how uh, it was controlled. My theory is not only did they they follow through with that, but they to keep the companies quiet, they offered contracts, lifelong contract, because you're in it now. Right. You, you've seen the UFO. Yeah, once... once that Pandora's box is opened. It's not like, well, we're going to bid this out every five mm, years. It's not you and I are doing this for life forever. Yep. So, so you and me, uh, whether that be the military department, whether that be the DOD, whether that be uh, the CIA or whoever. Hey. Okay. We got a stable job for life. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have a contract together, you and me. You keep your mouth shut, and you help me tear this thing apart. Military gets everything that's that's advanced and new. As that technology starts to drift off into yesterday's news, you get to do whatever the hell you want with it. That's contracts, that's uh, airplanes and technology that no other company on the face of the planet has. Mm -hmm. I'm in. I am in. That's the forefront of aeronautic science. That's the forefront of propulsion. That's the forefront of energy generation. I am bought in for life. These companies have been together, in my theory, since that time. And they themselves do not want this information getting out. There have been former directors of these things that have come forward later on in life. And one of them said, I could have sent E.T. home with what I've got in the garage. Which is crazy, right? Which is I insane. Mean, <clears throat> the amount of money that all of these people have made off this stuff. That might be the motivation as to why they don't want other people finding out. Sure. I mean, obviously, sure. the militarization of it, but 
just the financial, my God. I mean, how many billions of dollars has this generated for those corporations that said, okay, yeah, we'll tear this part. We'll give you five years to apply it to the military, but then, oh, look, an iPhone, you know, GPS satellites, Mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff that we use on a daily basis that kind of came from this stuff. And here's my thing, the stuff we don't know about. Because if I'm the intelligence community and you're Lockheed and you're Boeing and we're all in this together, Mm -hmm. can you guys build a spaceship legitimate like Star Trek? Let's go all the way. Mm -hmm. So if we do this, I could be exploring space and no one else would have that technology on Earth. And if we kept it quiet, they wouldn't even shoot for it. They right. wouldn't even try. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even know that they're supposed to come and spy on me mm-hmm. about this. Um, there's no laws in space. No one owns Mars. No one owns anything out there. So as a company, I could send a team and establish my own government, my own practices, my own policies. A McDonald's. In space. <laughs> yes. And you'd never know. There's places we're not. Come looking. on, that was funnier. It needed a laugh. <laughs> Dark side of the moon. Dark side of the. There's. The, you don't know that we're not doing that, and with everything that's coming forward, what if they are? Mm-hmm. Well, I have financial interests. Not only financial. Now, I could build a colony on another planet that does not fall under any regulation. It does not fall under any government outside of what I want them to do. Why would I want to give that up? Now, I'm not saying that's what they've done, but that's the possibility. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So. And you colonize another planet before anybody else, and you're like, by the time they find out, you're like, "Eh, sorry, China. What are you going to do now? Yeah. You can't do anything about it. I'm here by the rights of whatever we decide UN or whatever would govern those rights. This is mine now. And I get to say and do whatever the hell I want. And we have a war on Mars. <laughs> Great. Right. You never know where it's, where it's going to go. But my, my interest in this story right now is that the power, the influence, the capabilities, and the future. That's what I would be thinking. Am I going to colonize Mars? No. As the CEO of, of Boeing or Lockheed, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But I could get the company there, and our children's children can. I'm I'm golden. I don't want anyone else to have this technology. So there's the there's the 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 company's interest. Intelligence, CIA, NSA, anyone else involved in this. If this is released. Every religion on the face of this planet is going to go into an existential crisis. That's mass panic. Although the Pope did come out and say, if there are extraterrestrials, if there's aliens, they're still God's creatures. So, which I found odd that the Pope came out and said that. Yeah, everyone knew he'd be the first one to do it. Right. And that gives you a little bit of a pause to go, huh, the Pope's saying it. Is that that spoon feeding again? I think it is. Get ready. Now, it's not that big of a deal because he said they're all God's creatures, so 
we don't have to freak out as bad to think that we're not the only ones out there. Right. But again, that's the idea that slow disclosure, mm-hmm. right? So that we'll address in just a moment. Right now, I'm, I, I, I'm looking at the CIA and, and our intelligence agencies, whoever they are, probably Al- agencies. Alphabet soup agencies. Yeah, we don't even know. Yeah. Like the best intelligence is the intelligence you don't know about. Right. Right. CIA is very public. NSA is very public. Who don't we know about? Who knows the name of the Chinese intelligence agency? Hmm. Yeah, me neither. No, don't even look. Right. <laughs> Pretty like, good intelligence yeah. agency, huh? <laughs> right. Or you don't even know the name of it. Yeah. I imagine the United States has some clandestine operations that don't even have an acronym that attached to them. Might be these guys involved in this, because this is the national secret, right? This is right. the big one. I don't want other countries knowing that I've got this and have had it for 50 years. First off, is there anything in the UN Geneva Conventions that would get me, I don't know, if you could call it legally in trouble with the world government, that I've kept this secret from allies and everybody else on the face of the planet? Well, if that's the case, everybody's in trouble. <laughs> because we don't we don't just go to the UN and be like, Here's our book of secrets. No, yeah. Let's exactly. see yours. You know, yeah. I mean, everybody's keeping secrets anyway. Plus, <clears throat> if, 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 like I said in the beginning, if those foreign governments know that that's out there, then they know to look for it. Right. And they know, hey, those jerks over in the U.S. have got it. I want it. Why is all of this relevant to what we're talking about now? Because there are some lawmakers who have seen this bill uh, that other lawmakers, and and primarily uh, Burchett and his team, are trying to make it so that all of this has to be released, so that we get to sit down and go through all the evidence, full disclosure. Right. Right? Right. Full transparency. But there are some who do not want this to happen. Correct. And I'm not... Look... Maybe, you know, Emmy and I had this discussion the other night. Maybe it is that I'm a former soldier in in the Wyoming Guard, and I've made my vows that I still take very seriously. I will keep a secret from the American people in a damn instance. Like, just just fast. It wouldn't bother me in any way at all if it dealt with national security and i'm sorry but you can't have full transparency in it's a government it's unrealistic it's unrealistic i would i would agree you can't have full transparency because there are certain things that people just probably shouldn't know or your enemies shouldn't know yeah. yeah but we're talking about does it even exist if so maybe what is it is that the national security that we shouldn't know because Yes, it's ours, and we're using it, we're weaponizing it, and we're going to be unstoppable, maybe. But if it's truly just, like, conspiracy theory, wacko stuff, what's the big deal? Yeah. Why work so hard to cover it up? Because it's or not. Or not be transparent. Yeah, because you and I both know it's not. There's something there. There's, oh. There's I, way too much work going on. Well, the funny thing is, so congressional hearings were in July. 
in October of 2023, and you had uh, alluded to the All Domain Anomaly Anomaly uh, Resolution Office, the Anomaly. AAR. Yeah, <laughs> And you can find this website, and I highly encourage you to go A A R O dot M I L for military. They've made 27 years worth of UFO data public for the first time ever. Now, does it hold the smoking gun? No, not really. But the site's intended to be like this one-stop shop for all things UAP, because now you don't call it UFO. That's so last century. How 1950s is that? I still do. I do, too. But on the site, it's it's pretty cool because they have a UAP reporting trends, UAP related programs and activity reporting, current operational UAP sightings, current cases, a whole bunch of UAP videos that are, some of them are pretty compelling. You know what? I would watch those on there. Oh, man. Yeah, for sure. It's, they're, they're pretty cool. And then they've got various other information, educational sites, whatever. But one of the cool things is the hotspot map, which shows the two biggest hotspots in the world, Japan, right over Hiroshima. Well, what happened there? Mm. Yeah, that's right? intriguing. And, and whoever these people are, are enamored with nuclear power, nuclear bombs, nuclear anything. So for them to be hanging out like over Hiroshima as a, one of the hot spots, well, we all know what happened there. They're little scientists, man. They're curious about where the radiation levels are and things like that right? just as much as the rest of us are. And I will guarantee they can see things that we cannot. Oh, I'm sure of it. But then another hot spot actually is South Carolina. And I couldn't figure out why that would be. Because you got to kidnap a hillbilly every now and then. <laughs> and you've got to drug him up and drop him off in the middle of nowhere. I mean, that'd be more like... I know, we, or like, I know we don't have a ton of listeners, but you're not helping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, mountain. Come on, everyone knows the old adage that some poor guy, it's the moonshine man, out there in the middle of nowhere, ends up getting kidnapped, and and he's like, ah, taken by a UFO, and everyone's like, ah, those hillbillies, they don't know what they're talking about. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But so so since the hearings in July came along, so this was released in October. During the hearings, Grush had said, I'd love to talk about that. I'm not going to do it unless we're in a skiff, right? So a skiff, for people that don't know, is actually an acronym. It stands for Sensitive Compartmented Information Facility. So it's basically an enclosed area within a building that's used to process sensitive information. Technically, anything can be deemed a skiff as long as it's safeguarded and protected super super secure but yeah. it should be in a military controlled building it should technically be a faraday cage it should not even have venting it shouldn't have nothing should be allowed out of it or into it aside from the person providing it but generally it's people sitting down going through some documents having a conversation that never existed you come out of there and you get to know about it but you can't talk to anybody about it so what ended up happening is, so like you said, there's, there was a committee of people that really, really want this released. So you have Anna Paulina Luna from Florida, Matt Gates, Florida, Tim Burchett, who you talked about earlier from Tennessee, and Jared Muskowitz from Florida, which I found interesting that three of them are from Florida. Why is it all Florida? Right. 
I, I, oh, NASA. Grant says NASA. Yeah. And that was the only thing that could be is NASA JPL. But even at that, I'm like, what is it about those three? Anyway, um, Muskowitz has said in, in one report, he said, I hear from people more on this subject than anything else. Believe when, it. Yeah. When con- constituents approach him, this is the top thing they want to know about. They don't. It's not economy. It's not, hey, what are we doing about the southern border and people flooding into Florida? It's UAPs, which I find fascinating. Because, honestly, when I talk to people about this, and I'm like, well, the congressional hearings, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I no, mean, it like, blows my most mind. people don't even know that we, at the highest level of our government, sat down with three very serious individuals and a lot of serious politicians and had a conversation about well, UFOs, and think, they don't even know? I think a lot of people know about it. The problem is people don't care right now, which is true, because do, do I have to wake up and go to work tomorrow? Yes. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, it's just, here, here, here. This is where I'm going to interject, because it does. Because it does. Yeah. It will change everything. No, I, co- I completely agree. You know what I mean? But imagine, imagine absolutely endless energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Endless energy. Then I'll get my Tesla. No, no need, no need to go I'm to war. I'm not. Right. right. There's no need to go to war if we had endless energy. None. Everyone's got enough. If you've got energy, I could produce anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. but don't you think war is going to happen no matter what? Yeah, because a, gonna... a lot of wars. They're going to fight over something else. Well, next. but now we have aliens who have universal knowledge that probably extends time-wise well past our own, and we can look at them and go, is there a God? Bob Lazar made another tape. Well, he didn't make it. Somebody made it, where they talked about the religions of the world. Bob Lazar did not want to talk about the document he was shown on religion. Mm-hmm. I saw that. You saw that tape yeah. with me. It's an old one. It's probably... During the course of the interviews at the very, very beginning, and he spoke about a document that he saw that said that the religions of the world were created to protect the vessel. What is the vessel? Your body is the vessel. And they were hoping, whoever they are, that by implementing a moral code based on an omnipresent, omnipowerful, entity keep us in line you and i joked around about it and i still joke around about it that whoever came up with that idea has probably been fired correct yeah (laughs) because it did the exact opposite and i we can't even imagine how many people have died because your god's different than my god right well and i'm not even saying that would be the war necessarily that would happen if we had endless energy i'm saying Humans always fight about everything. Have you been on Facebook? <laughs> right. Yeah, but see, like, the endless mass destruction. Yes. That would be illogical. Yeah. It would be absolutely no reason to do it. Uh, if you look back through every single war, fear of not having enough land, food, energy, Oil, all of it. That's what starts the bombs dropping. Mm-hmm. 
there's still going to be conflicts. There's still going to be inner tribal, you know, disagreements because we're human. And yeah. that's what we do. But the mass killings, the industrialized murder of our own people would be absolutely unnecessary. It'd be unnecessary, but I believe it would still happen. All I, and, and, and if we knew they were there, if all of us actually did, as a species, understood and knew that there were aliens, I do believe that we could start an effort altogether to finally just say, land. Land, come to us. Let's have a conversation. And what does it look like where you're from? You want about 500 million of them? Yeah. Who, who would go? Who would go to an alien world if you had an opportunity? Would you? Oh, I'd go. Hell yeah. What if there's no coming back? <laughs> That's <Right>. fine. <sighs> I'd go too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been all over this planet. <laughs> Let's go check out another one. Well, I'll, I'll let you guys go. You report back to me. Okay? <laughs> show I back up. WhatsApp yeah. works. You and I walk <laughs> off and we're like, huh. You got any signal? I don't, I don't have uh, any yeah. signal. I ain't got no signal. I have a billion G. <laughs> oh my god that Your would be phone awesome just yeah. starts on fire <laughs> right but so tim burchett this was one of the greatest quotes that i that i pulled out of this this committee of people and he said if there's not a cover-up the government and the pentagon are sure spending a lot of resources to stop us from studying it yeah and that's that's my key indicator right like if there was nothing there if it was a big nothing burger They'd be like, go ahead. Government, laugh at you. Yeah, go, go talk. Okay. We don't care. Sure, guys. Here's yeah. here's your skiffs. Right, here's yeah. your skiff. Here's your tinfoil hat. Yep. Have a great time. <laughs> yep. Your complimentary tinfoil hat. <laughs> right. I folded it like a swan. <laughs> exactly. But so that's, to me, that's one of the biggest pieces of this that, that always tips me off. Like Bob Lazar. Oh, Bob's crazy. He doesn't know anything. Raid his house. Like, yeah, right. Okay, so there's nothing there. There's there's no issues. Okay. So there's been several objections to the transparency and the disclosure. So a couple of them are just BS. I mean, one of them was possible leak of classified information. Well, it's already been being leaked. That's why we had congressional hearings. Like, that's why we need the skiff. Right. So that's one of the things is they're trying to block the skiff. They, they actually won... One of the other problems was they wanted to have a review board of non-elected board members to review all the documents and then deem what could be classified and non-classified. And they're like, well, who would these people be? And they're like, well, it could be anybody. I mean, we can just appoint them from DOD, CIA, NSA, FBI. I mean, all the TLAs, the three-letter acronyms. And so they're like, we can't have that. The interesting part of that, though, is... If they quash this whole, the, the whole thing is called the Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Disclosure Act. If they kill this thing. Say that three times fast. Okay. It's UAPDA. <laughs> there you go. Uwapada. Uwapada. Um, <laughs> what it may ultimately do is inadvertently allow for all those leaks to happen anyway, because people be like, okay. They're just keeping all this information anyway. Somebody get this out there. Yeah. So none of it really makes sense. But since July, tons of whistleblowers have been coming out saying, 
I know this, I know that, I've seen this, I've seen that, here's a snuck out photo of whatever. So we all know that it's out there. The crazy thing is there's an orchestrated effort, which you said earlier, to keep the skiffs from happening. What's keeping the skiffs from happening? Well, they're citing that there's a congressman, Eric Berlinson, and he passed an amendment to the House that encouraged the government to reinstate David Grush's clearance. The problem is David Grush's clearance has run out. So the DOD is going, you can't have a skiff because he doesn't have the proper clearance to talk about this stuff. Mm. But he already knows this stuff. He's the guy that brought the stuff forward. Right. Just because my driver's license expired, I mean, yes, legally I shouldn't be driving, but it doesn't mean I don't know how to drive. I haven't been driving. I can't talk about driving. So what? His clearance is gone. doesn't really matter. The dude has the information. He has the documentation. Let him share it. So they're slow walking his clearances, essentially, and that's what's keeping them from having the skiff. So Lloyd Austin at the DOD is kind of the TURD in this whole thing. I mean, he's just keeping it slow walked so that nobody can learn anything. I know Grant liked that Grant's one. Grant's giggling. But so I kind of I kind of have deemed this, this so this all kind of happened toward the end of this last month. So I kind of have deemed this whole thing because everything's got to have a cool name, you know, like Watergate or why is it always this, gate too? It's always something gate. Well, I'm going to change it up. So I'm just calling this No Skiff November. So you don't get one. Sorry. No Skiff November. Yeah. And again, it amazes me that these individuals get to look at Congress and go, no. Right. No, I'm not going to allow that. Oh, Really? Okay. Right. Um, like, who do you work for? <laughs> I know that it's so kind of wild. So, who the hell right? do you answer to then if you're not answering to the House, to the Senate, to the President? It's very odd. And why are you operating in my country? Right. Well, and I may get this wrong, but I think I think it was Luna uh, that said that basically she was for defunding these organizations until. They reinstated his credentials or just said, yeah, fine, you can have the skiff. And I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that. Pull the plug, man. Pull the plug. Yeah. If, Pull the plug. If, if you now are such a part of the military complex that you're telling elected representatives who are supposed to be for us, the people, what they can and can't do or what they can and can't have, you're done. Yep. You're, you're gone. You are literally getting funded. From me, right. right? Why would I? Why would I fund you I'm without done. getting the information? That's right. Yeah, and and this the United States defense budget. I don't think people understand the amount of money that the U.S. spends on defense every year. That is a number usually only used by scientists. <laughs> it's huge. And it grows, and it grows, and last time I checked, the Cold War ended when? Yeah, right. And that was, that was their explanation during the Reagan years. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, can't let Russia get ahead. We, we got to be there first. We got to do this. So we're pouring our money into it. We didn't stop after the Cold War stopped. No. 
And this is something that uh, Eisenhower warned everybody about when he left office. There is an industry that basically got its feet wet during the World Wars. And that industry will end up kind of running the country if you're not careful. And is this evidence of what Ike warned us all about? And think about that. He was literally the Allied commander. Mm -hmm. This man stood before all the Allied armies of the world and got to tell them what to do and when. And he's the one looking at us going, keep your goddamn eye on the military. Right. Because, and I, I think I've said it multiple times in discussions, elected officials come and go. A president's going to serve for eight years. A general's been there for how long? Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, all right, we'll 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 do what the tie says, but as soon as the tie leaves the room, we'll do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So You know, and it's funny, though, because if, if, if there was, I'm not going to call for full disclosure, because, again, like we talked about, there's just some things that you don't need to get that deep into the weeds on, right. or it's going to cause some serious panic or whatever our enemies are going to find out. So I won't say full disclosure, but if there were 90% disclosure and they came to you and said, Floyd, here's the deal, man. We're up in taxes a little bit because our budget is getting huge because we've got space fleet and we're actually colonizing and we're doing exploration and we're mining resources on the moon. You might be like, okay. Sign me up. Cool. Like I wonder where that $28 trillion was going. Sure. Now that I know... I'm down for that. Make it part of the budget process. Show it to the entire goddamn right. country. But and I do realize that when you show it to us, you're showing it to the world. Oh, 100%. And, I, you know, I, I'm always hesitant about talking about this. But one thing ever since I actually entered into serving the public is I have learned that the person is smart and people are dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, harassments, uh, emails, complaining about some of the craziest things you've ever heard of. It just, it, it blows your mind sometimes at the way the public perceives certain things. And information, yeah. Because that's, that's a whole other thing. That's, there's the truth and there's perception. Yeah. And everyone's perception of the truth is different. So... They can use that in different ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it. I would, I don't know what side I would take here because I don't know what secrets are being kept. But if I learned that certain secrets, like I said, would risk national security, then no. Well, and I'm not it, releasing that information. Wouldn't you feel better if these people were getting a skiff? I would. Because then there would actually be a discussion on what the information is and if we need to do something with it. Well, exactly. and that's, that's the huge problem right now yeah. is who is controlling that information? Yes. DOD. I would love yeah. to know. NSA. You know, like, <laughs> so you have a very few people controlling that information, mm-hmm. not giving the elected officials the information, retaining that and being like, you don't even get to know. Really? Then what the hell... Why do you get to know? Because that's also because we found it. 
uh, okay, well, but... that's a whole other discussion of like what what's the democracy in that then? You know what I mean? Like, well, it's let's look at the economic part. Um, we're capitalists. We're we're crony capitalists, uh, and in a crony capitalist society, I'm the I'm the one in charge. It's the company. Mm-hmm. I get you elected. I give you favors and take you on flights so that you create policy that pushes my company forward. And if you don't do that, I remove you. Uh, yeah, I no funding. longer fund yeah. anything having to Which do with you. It's not I fund the, the way next it guy. should work, but it does. It work does. Work. Like this that, is yes. the truth of it. That's the truth of it. We we live in a crony capitalist economy. That means they're the ones in charge. So what if Lockheed or and let's not say company names because I don't know exactly who's involved. The individuals behind Skunk Works and all the great stuff, right? The good planes that we've kept secret for years. What if they are really so far beyond that, that they're looking at these elected officials going, what are you going to do about it, champ? Nothing. You'll be out of here. You'll be out of office in a couple of years. I've been CEO of this company for 15. Right. You got nothing on me. Yeah. And you've got no legal ramification. And what are you going to do? Pull my contract? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the scary part. They could at that point. Right. Because now everybody knows. It's not a secret anymore. So maybe company XYZ is better than you guys, but they haven't been allowed in because they haven't been allowed in. And now we can get rid of you and bring these guys on board. And yep. that's a huge problem. But I'm here to tell you, I am almost 100% certain just because of the amount of stonewalling, cover-ups, all this stuff that, you know, it's that slow drip. Oh, it was Roswell. It was a weather balloon. Oh, no. Well, we've seen some stuff in the skies. Oh, well, now that we have the space station, there's some weird stuff up there. But, nah, Apollo, we saw stuff that we can't really explain or we can't explain. We're not allowed to. It's that slow drip. Once it all gets, the Band-Aid gets ripped off, it's over. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's completely over. Full Mm -hmm. disclosure, yeah. If there were nothing there. They wouldn't be doing that. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't be, be saying, well, we're not going to do this. Right. We don't get a skiff. You guys, a panel of nine or whomever doesn't get to hear about this. How pissed off would you be as a NASA scientist oh. when you dedicated your life to making a capsule to get a man or a woman into space and then someone walks up to you and goes, we've had this for 50 years right? and uh, we can go wherever we want. Oh, time travel? Oh, I'm pissed. Yeah, time travel, no problem. I'm, I'm like, are you serious? Not only that. I'm fired up. But now, as the American people, I'm going, why the hell have we been spending all this money on this NASA side project to put a robot on Mars? How many billions, millions of dollars did that freaking take mm-hmm. when you guys are cruising around the cosmos like it's someone's backyard? Yeah. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to expose that now, plus a myriad of other things. You have had a power generator that can literally fuel everything on the face of the planet for all eternity without any side yeah. effects, any environmental impact, and you have held on to that? And there is going to be an uproar, you know, like if, if that were the case, they came out about it. Of course, there's going to be an uproar, but why keep waiting 
because it's going to come out eventually. Whatever is going on, yeah, it but we will gotta, not stay we gotta secret. We got to bleed this rock yeah. for every drop of oil she's worth. <laughs> that way I can bleed the people for every dollar they're worth. And then when it all looks like it's about to go downhill, then I'll tell you. Yeah. Then I'll say, look well, what we discovered yesterday. See, yesterday. Here's, here's what I'm thinking, too. And I'll, I'll kind of end my little portion on this. But so people are like, so you think UFOs came from outer space? Yeah, I do. That's where they came from. Extra terrestrial. I think they crashed. I think we tore it apart. I think we figured it out. I think we built them. We've been flying them. And they're ours. They don't want to divulge that information. Mm-hmm. Because if they do, everybody knows that they're ours. I think the weird thing is, though, pilots are coming forward going, we don't know what the hell these things are. We don't know who's in them. I think we have some that we do know what they are. Mm-hmm. I think they're being interspersed with things that we don't know what they are because of the time frame of Planet X. Mm. I think maybe they're sending some drones, some sort of scout ships back. Hey, guys, we're, you know, we're 80 years out, whatever it is. Check this out. They're flying around. We're flying around. They're flying around going, what the hell is that? We're flying around going, what the hell is that? And nobody knows. And I think it's actually a cover-up like on Spider-Man, a lot of different levels. That Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I think, I think uh, that we have that technology. We use that technology to craft that technology. And now we're coming face-to-face with somebody else that that technology came from. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we're running a little long, but yeah, you close, you close this out. You're very excited to talk about this topic. Well, it's just, I, I think I've pretty much said how I feel about this. If, if the secret is there, depending on just exactly what they think the ramifications of the information of this release would be, You've got the instances like what I was talking about with NASA. I'd be pissed that you guys spent all that money showing me that we're going to space. We're, oh, we're on Mars. Oh, look at the Voyager. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. If we had technology that went far and beyond that already, why? That's a waste. I understand the uh, misinformation campaign. I get that. Cold War is over. We need to stop killing each other. And if we have technology that would help that, Jesus Christ, for the good of humanity, release it. Mm -hmm. For the good of humanity. If we can get somewhere else, let's go. Why are we not doing this? Mm -hmm. Secrets are done. If we if we did this together, it doesn't matter what type of government you believe in or ideology or God that you follow. We don't get off this rock. We're going to kill each other. And that's all I've got to say. You've been listening to Jackalopes Explore. Mic drop. Mic drop.